Okay. Hello and good morning from KTL Radio. Um, I am John Gilhaney here speaking from uh, the host of the show Back in Time for Music and uh, this morning I'm joined by a very special guest um, here talking about her new single who's just uh, that's just come out, Ripped Jeans. Um, I am joined by the very talented singer-songwriter Amber T. Hello. <laughs> Hello, there we go. Uh, Turn the volume up a bit. There you go. Um, how are you doing, Amber? All right? Yeah, not bad, not bad. Surviving. Yeah, Finally. that's good. That's always <laughs> good to hear. Um, brilliant. So, anyway, um, that that's the first question done. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> to get into it. So, um, anyway, so the new single, Rip Jeans, could this be perhaps um, the first single of the debut album, maybe? Um, maybe looking into the future could be. There's a lot more songs coming, so oh. it's kind of uh, a waiting game and a guessing game. Brilliant! Oh, there you go. You're keeping us on our toes for sure. I mean, um, <laughs> there we go. I was just thinking there could this be like uh, perhaps what the Arctic Monkeys did and just uh, a single every now and again in the build up to the album. No, that'd be brilliant. Um, okay, and uh, so with the with the single Rip Jeans, how did you um? Uh, come about writing it sort of thing how did that happen for you um at the time I was into a lot of kind of um a lot more sort of rocky music compared to what I normally do um mm. a lot of nothing but thieves um and I was also going through a bit of like an old like old school classic stuff like Avril Lavigne and that and I was just thinking yeah I'd like to write a song a bit like that um I came up with the idea and I was listening to um, a, plan, a song called Everybody's Making Plans for Nigel, which is like a classic, classic old song. Yeah, and I yeah. thought the guitars and that was sick. And I was like, I want to do something like that. And so we were in the studio, kind of tried to replicate the same kind of vibe. Um, and yeah, that's how it kind of came about musically. And then lyrically, it was probably one of the quickest songs I've ever written. It kind of yeah. just came really quick, which is always a good thing. Um and yeah, it kind of it just built like built up from that. Um, well, that yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I mean, um, yeah. I I, I think uh, that you know the single is great, and I, I love the guitar parts in it. And I think it's um, definitely um, sort of reflective of your um, past couple of singles as well. You seem to have gone down perhaps a little bit more of a uh, Indian guitar based um, sort of route. Uh, and I found that really interesting when I was. Um, doing the research for this interview and that sort of thing and listen to your singles and uh especially when you like i, th I felt like uh, your first couple of singles uh TikTok and uh, she don't um were quite r&b and hip-hop inspired and then to go from that to something quite guitar based i thought was a really interesting shift i mean was that a conscious thing for you or was it just something that sort of happened um a bit of both to be honest like when i was doing um the more sort of R&B pop stuff I was only like I was about 14 and I kind of wasn't that sure of what I wanted to do um that was the kind of music I was listening to at the time so obviously you kind of do what you're listening to and stuff but I've always been like someone who's played the guitar and played keyboard and stuff and I've always had an interest in sort of like indie music um so it was kind of like as I've gotten older going more with what I enjoy sort of doing and stuff and like obviously performing wise it's so much easier to perform um songs that obviously have more guitar based instruments in them and all of that kind of genre it kind of goes down a little bit better live um and yeah it was kind of it was a very conscious decision yeah um but yeah it kind of sort of grew into it almost 
Yeah, I mean, um, I th- and and that's it. I think just um, like you put it there. I mean, you know, being fourteen and making records and that sort of. Thing, I th- I found that being um such a cool thing. The fact that you've made that sort of transition over like perhaps like a five year period, but you're still only like eighteen or something. That's like the type of thing you know artists and that will try to do when they're in their like twenties and thirties and that sort of thing. So to do it at such a young age, I think is something really quite remarkable. You know. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, that's um, that's really cool. And you know, I think um, you know, being um, having your uh, songs played uh, and that sort of thing on um, Elton John's uh, Apple Music Rocket Hour. I mean, that's got to be a great feeling, right? Oh, that that is something I don't think I'll ever live down. Um, it kind of is a shock, and it still is a shock now that that even sort of happened. Um, yeah, like whenever I get asked by it, I'm always like, I'm just very grateful, obviously, but just still in shock um, to have experienced something like that. Yeah, that's it. I mean, um, I think, uh, yeah, I mean, what, what, yeah, what a confidence boost for uh, from somebody that's, you know, been in the game for, you know, such a long time. That's, um, that's a really cool thing. So, um, uh, you know, we've um, just briefly touched on the fact that, <clears throat> that uh, you uh uh, play both piano and guitar, uh, all self-taught, um, which is really incredible. Um, if you were to give perhaps one of them up, which one do you think you could do? Oh, God. Oh, my God, that is probably the hardest question I've ever been asked. <laughs> um, oh, my God. You know what? Um, as much as I love the guitar and as much as like it's in a lot of my songs, I'd probably give that up and let someone else do it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Um, because I do love my keys and I do find it slightly easier, um, which is mainly why I'd make that decision. But okay, God, that was, really cool. that is hard. <laughs> I do love I love the keyboard um, mainly for the fact that it's so much easier to sort of you can just do as many songs as possible. I find mm. on there um, you're not as limited. I feel um, obviously guitar and stuff is a lot more challenging. Mm. I will get there one day, but um, <laughs> for the time being. <laughs> oh no, it's really cool. I mean, um, yeah, sorry, I, yeah, I'm kicking me such a hard, uh, you know, questions like that at five past nine. It's a bit, uh, a bit rude, <laughs> so, but uh, so, um, so yeah, so you know, and talking about uh, the new single and like the influences that uh, went behind that and that sort of thing. Um, are there perhaps like um, you know influences that you have for like musically, vocally, lyrically? Are they different people different artists or is there like one you just go that's who I'd like to sound like sort of thing um sort of a range of things to be honest I was talking about this the other day like um like sort of vocally and sound like as I sound wise I'd probably say um sort of Stevie Nicks Fleetwood Mac Ellie Goulding um quite a big influence I listened to a lot of Ellie Goulding when I was younger um, and I think she's one of the coolest people ever. Very underrated. Um, but also, like, I love Paramore. I love Beaver Doobie. I think she's wicked. Mm. Um, and also, like, on a more sort of soulful level, although Rip Jeans isn't necessarily as sort of soulful, some of my other songs, like Broken Dreams and No Company, which is slightly more sort of R&B-ish mm. influenced, I'd say sort of like Lauren Hill, um, and Amy Winehouse kind of take quite a big impact. Um, I do listen to a lot of them, and I just think 
uh, they're amazing. Yeah, I mean, I think, um, yeah, like listening to your singles and you know your records and that's what I think you can definitely hear uh, those influences coming through and especially in your voice sort of thing because I think your voice just had such a, a real richness to it and a real um, sort of uh, depth to it. So, you know, it's, um, I think the fact you can do so many different um, tones with it, I think is, is such a cool skill um, that you've got. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think, and it just adds, adds to your singles, to be honest. Um, <laughs> Thank you. But, uh, there we go. I mean, um, so and, and you know, with with your music, would you like? Um, do you assign yourself to any like particular genre of music, or is it just amber tea music? I mean, I just say it's amber tea music. Like, I would, I wouldn't put myself stuck to a certain genre yet, just because I feel like because I'm so young and I've still got a broad and sort of what. I find I like and stuff. But I mean, I do obviously take huge influence from sort of the more indie pop, indie rock kind of scene. That's probably my main sort of direction as such. But it's sort of a, like whatever comes out, comes out um, mm. at the moment. And I think I quite like that because it means I'm able to explore all these different kind of routes. Yeah, that's it. And I think that's um, that's quite a cool thing. The fact, um, maybe, yeah, maybe by not being pinned down to a particular genre, you're able to uh, explore all those different elements and uh, that sort of thing. Um, so no, that's um, that's really cool. So uh, uh, anyway, uh, what was I uh, gonna say? Um, yeah. So uh, I know I was just gonna. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, so being um, something that. Um, people may not know is that you started performing live at the age of eight uh which is just incredible in itself uh your sort of musical talent and that sort of thing do you have like a, a musically talented family or something like that or is it just oh. just you <laughs> um family not really um the only thing is my brothers i've got two older brothers um and they were both really into sort of music not singing as such or anything like that but they were both um one of them was a guitarist and a drummer at one point and the other was a bassist and a guitarist they were just swapped positions in the band they were in mm. um and then i remember one day when one of them had come to visit i had started like guitar lessons but i was really frustrated because they weren't teaching i went to learn the guitar to play like pop songs and whatever at the time and I was frustrated because they weren't teaching me that so one of my brothers actually was the one that taught me how to play the four chords the main four chords on guitar um which obviously helped hugely because that was sort of the fundamental start to me playing like instruments like that um and yeah that was probably about when I was eight as well so Oh, okay, kind of started yeah. then. Yeah, so it's sort of like um you're all just like surrounded by it sort of thing. Like uh you know, as a as a young kid and it sort of just grew from there. That's um yeah, that's a really cool uh I suppose like environment to have if you've just got all this music playing around you sort of thing. Um so um yeah, I mean so okay, um oh, here's a question. So um in the studio or gigging live do you uh, do you have a preference or is there one you feel a bit more comfortable with um i would say i love gigging live more than anything especially when the audience are like there's a big audience or the audience are really sort of interactive that's probably my favorite feeling in the world because it's sort of it kind of makes you feel more accomplished in a way mm. like all these people are enjoying your music and you as an act um 
So I do love that. I lo- I don't mind the studio. I do find it probably the most boring thing though. Oh, oh right. Okay. So it's like uh you prefer maybe the you know the gigging element, that connection with the audience uh and that's what, and rather than perhaps being in the studio. That's really interesting. Yeah, no. Um I I put it probably quite far above being in the studio. I don't mind being in the studio. I do enjoy it. I think it's a great place to sort of get my ideas out and get everything completed because that's the place where it all starts mm-hmm. but it can be the most repetitive boring thing um in the world sometimes that okay so it's just no that's really interesting i think uh your take on that because i think um i, I you know uh having you know seen other interviews of other artists and that sort of thing they almost see the studio as their sort of safety net sort of thing as in like you know they've got no boundaries they can do whatever they like and that sort of thing but uh i think it's really interesting the fact that you're like nope no no my comfort zone is sort of out on stage performing uh and that sort of thing yeah, no, definitely. It was uh, probably my favourite out of <laughs> out of all the options. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's it. And so um, do you think it was, you know, uh, performing at that very young age and that sort of thing, you were like, yes, this is what I want to do. You realised you wanted to be a musician. This is, this is me. This is what I want to do. Yeah, definitely. I mean, before I did like open mics and stuff, I was doing sort of musical theatre shows when I was a lot younger. So I've always sort of been performing in front of an audience and I think I find that that's probably where I find the most sense of achievement from almost well yeah that's it so uh that's really um really interesting to think that yeah the fact that uh yeah it's doing it at such a young age and that's where you get get the most out of it um yeah that's uh that's really cool so um uh, if you could see perhaps uh, anybody perform live, is there any artists or artists you wouldn't you would have liked to have seen, but unfortunately can't? Um, anybody you'd like to uh, like to have seen? Oh, I'm trying to think. All the I'm I'm lucky in the sense the artists that I have wanted to see, I've been lucky enough to see like 1975, Sam Fender. Um, to be honest, I really really want to watch The Weeknd. Um, he's one I think show is probably just amazing mm. from everything i've seen all over socials yeah but also i mean luckily enough i'm seeing them actually in april but paramore i've wanted to watch for possibly the longest time ever yeah so i'm really excited because i'm gonna be watching them in april so oh, that's, that's something i'm looking forward to yeah <laughs> yeah exactly they yeah already uh yeah got something in the new year uh looking forward to brilliant so um uh, and perhaps, you know, speaking of the new year and, and, and next year and that sort of thing, uh, is there um, what's the is there new Amber T um, songs and records already in the making or, you know, what's going to be the new direction? That sort of thing. Um, there's a lot of Amber T sort of records <laughs> in the in the making. We've got so many songs started. It's just the case of finishing them or me changing my mind or writing a new song and decide oh yeah no i want to do this one now um so yeah there'll be a lot coming i've got a lot of sort of gigs as well um coming up in the new year which is really exciting brilliant yeah um, i've got a lot more sort of london gigs which is amazing because i only turned 18 last year so a lot of the gigs i couldn't do until i turned 18 oh, so wow. um i've got a lot coming up i've got one in january which is at the slaughtered lamb in camden which i'm really excited for um, which is like it's such a cool venue mm. and then in um, February I've got my own sort of headline show um, at the Camden Club which is a new sort of uh, venue which I'm really really excited for yeah. 
that's it. I mean, I think that must be such a unique situation in which you know you you have an artist like yourself who is ready to do these bigger gigs, these bigger events, and that sort of thing, but just can't just because of their younger age sort of thing. Um, that's a really sort of I, I, yeah, I've got to say like a unique point to be at sort of thing. Um, but uh, obviously, yeah, uh, absolutely ready for it. Uh, and 100%. That sort of thing. Yeah, no. That sounds great, and um, yeah, sounds like you're going to be, uh, at, you know, at the forefront, um, taking it head on, sort of thing, which um, is going to be great. Um, so, um, and okay, so a question, perhaps, uh, you know, about your own music. Is there any like song to you um, at the minute which is your favourite uh, of the ones that you've made? Um, I'd probably say "Get Me." That's um, always been my favourite. I think that was sort of like the first song where I kind of had the most direction of any song that I've made. Like I've had the most sort of involvement with the making process and the writing. Like I just, that was one song that just came really quick. And I just, I love performing that one live, especially with a band and stuff. I think it's wicked. Well, and, then, and that's the thing. I think um, that's, it's really, um, really sort of fresh, I think, for um, artists when they make songs in such a you know quick time. I think it almost, makes that song all the much better for it sort of thing it's almost like if you spent too much time you know deliberate deliberating over what words to use or chord changes and that sort of thing it sort of um, waters it down and i think uh you can definitely i think uh the like short and freshness of that is reflected in the song you know when you listen to it um and yeah that definitely seems to be something that you're continuing on with which is um you know a really cool thing so um i've got a uh like a, a like a quick fire sort of question round sort of thing, okay. if you don't mind too much um so uh they're really short and sweet so they should be all right uh what's your favorite film nightmare before christmas <laughs> there you go very seasonal i like it i like it um <laughs> uh, favorite sport oh um Football. I'm a football nut. <laughs> oh well, there you go. And it's got to, it's coming home, surely. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There I, you go. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, we'd like a we'd like a win today, please, boys. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be good. Uh, city or beach? Ooh, um, city. Wicked. Uh, summer or winter? Summer, 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 summer. <laughs> oh, okay, you're not enjoying the cold weather. Oh no, I was looking forward to it, and now it's here. I'm like, no, take me back. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, there we go. We're all, uh, yeah, spending our money on hats and scarves and that sort of thing. <laughs> um, and uh, day or night? Night. I'm a night night person all over. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. Oh, so uh, yeah, me having this interview um, at nine in the morning just. Uh, <laughs> Maybe not. Oh the yeah, best. I can't. I haven't been up at nine in the morning for a long time. <laughs> time but you know, it's first for everything. Oh, there we go. Yeah, I like it. Um, so uh, yeah. Anyway, um, so what? Uh, what do you think is your um, earliest like uh, musical memory? Um. Oh, I'm trying to think. I obviously I I did a lot of musical theatre when I was younger. Um, so probably that maybe we did. The first like show I ever did was Beauty and the Beast, um, and I just remember there's a video of me somewhere, and I just stay standing on stage. Everyone's gone off stage, and I just stay standing there watching one of the girls sing, 
Um, I mean, that's one of my earliest memories because I've just imagined in my little five-year-old head, was probably thinking, this is what I want to do. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's footage of me just standing there and then randomly being dragged off by someone. Well, that's it. And I think that's, um, that, you know, that's it. Yeah, you've got a... Even at that such an even younger age than you start performing, it's just uh, that sort of fixa- fixation of that is that's it that's for me that's that's where I want to be you know yeah, and 100%. Uh, yeah uh, and uh, yeah you want to be up there with uh, the other girls singing and that sort of thing uh, that and I think that's really cool because uh, you know um, one of my uh, musical heroes uh, Johnny Marr uh, he actually famously said that uh, at the age of five he saw like a little toy guitar in a shop window sort of thing uh, and. That that is just what attracted him to it and that's how he wanted to be so the fact that yeah at a fairly similar age you're seeing these girls on stage and you're like that is it that's that's for me sort of thing i think yeah, is a, a really over. interesting thing <laughs> um yeah that, that's great i mean um uh so if you perhaps you know uh weren't a musician or um you, you know um <clears throat> that sort of thing was there anything else that you wanted to do as a kid perhaps when you were older Honestly, not really. It's always just been music, music, music. As long as I can remember, I can't think of anything other that would uh, sort of cross my mind. Like even now, like it's sort of difficult to even think. Um, no, ever since I was little, it's always just been music, music, music. Oh, <clears throat> sorry. Um, oh wow, yeah. So that's. I mean, I think. And 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 I suppose to have such an interest and that sort of and being able to turn it into you know your livelihood and that sort of thing I think is such a cool thing that I think uh, you know all of us would love to be able to do sort of things so I think the fact you're doing it um, is really really cool uh, and um, so you know just going back to this thing at like you know performing at the age of eight I mean have you ever suffered from stage fright or anything like that or. Um. I still do a little bit now, but only for audiences that are smaller. It's kind of backwards in a way. Right. But um, if there's like, like maybe a thousand people, I'm not as phased because I feel like, well, out of all those a thousand people, like one person's gonna at least jo- enjoy what I'm doing. Yeah. Whereas like, when there's a smaller crowd, like even five people, four people, if I'm singing in the room in front of that sort of amount. I'm petrified. I literally, yeah. I hate it. Like, there's nothing worse, in my opinion. <laughs> um, I feel like because it's so much more face to face, and you can see directly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like it you're feels seeing the reaction. More intimidating. Yeah, it's more, more of a sort of stage fright thing then than anything else. Uh, so that yeah, that's that's a really sort of interesting point there because it's a little bit like you perhaps you know a prefer a, you know a sold out Glastonbury compared to like you know perhaps a you know a slow night at a pub sort of thing, uh, then uh, yeah for uh, for when you're performing sort of thing, which is quite an interesting take there. Um, and I, ca- I think we're sort of approaching the end of our time. I think uh, I'm just gonna ask one more question. Uh, do you have any unusual skills or party tricks? Oh, um, off the top of my head, I, I've got these really, I think they're like double jointed thumbs. That's like the weirdest thing I can probably do. Right. All around people would just seem to be able to like bend my thumbs backwards. Um, yeah, dude, yeah, there you go. So, yeah, <laughs> comes in handy, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. There you go, just, uh, or yeah, or maybe just to like scare people or something. There you go, just go, yeah, have a look at Always that. Always works. Always there works. There you go, I like it. Um, 
Look, anyway, I think, yeah, I think we're going to be running out of time there sort of thing. Uh, I'd like to keep the interview short and sweet. Uh, and, yeah, look, thank you very much for joining me, Amber. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. Um, and uh, yeah, hopefully we'll be able to um, get this out and uh, see it and that sort of thing. Um, so yeah, uh, look, all I can say is thank you very much. And uh, anybody who hasn't listened to it, definitely check out Rip Jean's latest single from Amber T on Spotify. It's a wicked record. Uh, and uh, yeah, I'm sure you'll all, all enjoy it. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you. Cheers, Amber. Perfect. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. 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 There we go, Amber T there. Um, absolute uh, wicked interview, I think. And uh, yeah, no, absolutely great. Um, so anyway, I've been John Gilhini interviewing Amber T. And uh, thank you all very much for listening. And uh, take care.